0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. And 51551 is our text number. Margaret O'Leary. Margaret, good afternoon. How are you? Good, and congratulations, Margaret. Well done. It's a fantastic achievement to fight for your rights the way you did and actually win in in a court. Uh, will you tell us what happened, Margaret, on the day when you first walked into the 40-foot? It's a Witherspoons pub. It's a big pub, isn't it, out, out there in the Leary. What happened, Margaret? We were at an event um, with, um, in the council office for um, yeah. the Cahirlux Awards, and we had a celebration in the evening time from about 7 to 9 okay. in the council chambers in Dunleary at Down. Right. And then a group was decided to go to Witherspoons. Yeah. Uh, I stayed behind because I was helping Mary Hannigan uh, clean up and just having a chat about my previous experience with her. She was the Minister for Education That's right. years ago when yeah. I kind of went through my education things. Well done. Yeah. And so I, the group left and I was kind of the last to go over to Witherspoons, which was about 10 minutes after. And I went in, I was chatting and then I went to the bar and the guy just looked at me and just said like, no. <laughs> he wasn't serving me mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god here we go you know I kind of knew yeah. instantly like you know because I, I abused this kind of behaviour and then he just said no he said I, no he said you eat too much drink he said and I was like oh my god like um, now I would have had one or two glasses of wine yeah, in the yeah. chamber offices um, but the, the council office wouldn't be that generous of wine if you get me so there would have yeah, been yeah. no more than that you okay. know that kind of thing yes 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 um, and then I was like, can I speak to the manager? He was very rude and he was very abrupt. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I knew, I was like, don't do this tonight, I said, you know, because it was a, a lot of important company that I would have walked with. And, you know, it was a respectful evening. It was the highlight of yeah. uh, uh, the Southside Travellers Director getting an award for the work that she does. But, yeah, brilliant. Um, the traveller advocacy and all that. So, because um, I went into that pub as a complete equal. Mm-hmm. Um, but my head held high, proud of who I was at the traveller. Um, and then the manager came out and he was like, no, I'm not serving you, he said. And I was like, sweet cheese. So I went over to the table and I was like, you're not serving me. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, I was mortified. So, oh, my God. But I kinda, it, it was kind of good in a way for some of the people that I was with mm-hmm. that wouldn't have observed this because they actually could see that it was blatant discrimination because I wasn't yeah. drunk. Yes, I wasn't yes. under the influence of alcohol. But this is kind of the excuse that the publicans are using because it's happening every day. The week of travellers, unfortunately, going into certain services and they're saying that it's because on the liquor licence, if you say you're drunk, they have that kind of entitlement to do that. And how long, Margaret, how long had had he seen you, met you, stood in front of you before he declared that you were drunk? As soon as I walked up, he just gave me... A look, and um, like, if any traveller that's actually even listened to this radio, or anyone that's been discriminated yeah. in in their whole lifetime, or even a person that senses fear from fear from somebody, I knew that he recognised me as a traveller. I just knew by the look in his eyes, okay. and there was not. He just looked. He said, "Not tonight." He said, "I'm not serving you." And I was like, "Oh my God, please don't do this tonight of all nights." Like, do you know what I mean? And had he even? And, but when he when he dec- made this declaration, Margaret, to you, had he even heard you speak? He, it's what he would have done. He would have heard me calling across to my friend who, because she, she told me to buy around the drink for the table. That's the only like interaction. Yeah, he yeah. would have heard me talking in, in my traveller language, the gammon. Okay. Um, you know, because she was like brilliant, brilliant language. Um, so he would have heard mm. the language, you know, that kind of thing. 
And the judge said um, yesterday, uh, and listening to Margaret in the box and the evidence, uh, ju- the, the judge uh, said, Judge Nicola Jane Andrews, um, Margaret is identified as a member of the travelling community and she's proud of her accent as she should be. That's what the, that's what the judge uh, said. Mm-hmm. So when did you decide, because it is a big decision, Margaret, in terms of stress and worry and even money, when did you decide I'm not leaving it, I'm not leaving it at this? I, I do not, I do not something. The night I was in it, I, I tell you now, I was mortified. I, I left it. The whole group decided, well, we're not staying here. And while we did continue to another establishment and we had a lovely evening and the whole lot, it, it, it kind of dampened the whole traveller prize yeah. part of the evening that we kind of had. Now, there was other recipients getting the awards. There was other people from different organisations and clubs. This is the first time a traveller from the organisations that are being done that would have received this mm. prestigious award from Mary Hannigan as Cahirlach and Donnery right down. And so the next day, I was like, like Mary, a lot of people got in contact with me. They heard about it. And I was like, no, I can't let this go because mm-hmm. the simple reason is it was such a prestigious event. And I thought, I'm sick of being refused entry because of who I am as a traveller. I'm sick of going and fighting for discrimination and fighting for travellers' rights, going back to education. And then mm-hmm. when I can't access the basic services that, that mm-hmm. the other people in, in society does it. So... And then I was kind of embarrassed because it's not that embarrassing about me and this as well because yeah. it, was, it was humiliating but I had a lot of support with the people that was in the group of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, a, there, was, there was a lot of sisters wouldn't take on the cases. There's a lot of people don't take on these cases mm-hmm. and that's why publicans are kind of getting away with uh, okay. discrimination in a lot of cases. Um, but I, I know Kay um, told sisters there in Cork um, I would have known Kay there for, from past so I got in contact with their sister down there and explained the case, and it was allowed to take on the case. Um, Mary was actually the sister, who was um, is a, is a part of the family, of course, sister down there. Okay. And she's like, no, she, so she was actually very supportive. But it was actually hard to actually get a sister, okay. even in Dublin, even in the locality, to actually take on this uh, And even this though, case. and you had, for example, Mary Hannafin, who was Cahirlach, former government minister, mm-hmm. TD, for many long years. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mary Hannafin, uh, she she testified that you, that you were not drunk. Uh, even yeah. even to have to do that is is an awful uh, an awful thing to have to do. Um, and then a retired guard has said absolutely not. You know that? And so then the the pub retaliated or re- replied by saying, um, "Oh, um, we, other travellers got drink that night, but apparently they they're, they're I think it was one or two, but they're wrong by not such a, but they their drink yeah. that they said were, were ordered by other people, so to speak, yeah. in around." There would have been one round of drinks bought and, that, yeah. and it would have been some person. So they never wouldn't have gone up there to that. Um, and and I should probably, probably shouldn't even say this. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if I, can, I don't know if I should say it or not. But okay. I was more like I wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't be an establishment I'd regularly go to anyhow. It would be yeah, that's fair enough. That's yeah. quite perfectly perfect. Like uh, I just wouldn't be. But um, but don't give up. Mary Hannah was a great support. She rode into that with uh, the next day. Okay. Right? She brought the local TV. JP was very supportive to me. And the only thing, that, it's a pro and cons because it happens every day, John. If you don't have these kind of people to support you and yeah, the whole witness yeah, for you, yeah. it's very hard to get these cases across the line. And it's not that Witherspoons was adamant that they, they, they brought this like to the courts if you got me here, which mm. is, I like, didn't mean I was telling you. Had, you felt you had to go. The only way you could uh, vindicate your good name was to go to court yeah, because Witherspoons yeah. weren't willing to apologise. Now, the, the reason, as you probably know, Margaret, because they're all over the place now. The reason why JD Weatherspoons are so popular, I'm sure they're lovely places, but also the 
the price of a pint someone's off to text me and saying is 250 for a pint yeah. of ale yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, and they yeah. pride themselves on on their on their low prices. You you got uh, an award of six and a half thousand, which which I say uh, will 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 um, come in handy. It's not an enormous amount, but the yeah. the head of uh, Weatherspoons. I don't know whether you ever saw him on telly, uh, Margaret. What's his name? Tim yeah. Tim Martin. Tim. Uh, no, sorry, I sorry. Forgive me, Martin. Uh, forgive me, Margaret. His name is Sir Sir Tim Randall Martin. And he's a Brexiteer, English businessman, big friend of Boris Johnson. Now, mm-hmm. the judge said that the head of Weatherspoons, which is Sir Timothy Randall Martin, he must write to you to apologise. Do you exp- have you got the letter yet? Not yet. The only thing I'm <laughs> the delighted, but the only thing about, as I say, and I'm, I'm slagging my friend and even my kids, even last night, it's like I'm getting two apologies because the judge directed Witherspoons, the head of Witherspoons, to write me a personal letter for apology okay. to me. But she also said that the, the head of the Witherspoons also had to write an apology letter to Southside Travels Action Group because it was part of an event that, it oh, yeah, that yeah, event that yeah, we were having. Yeah. So I'm actually getting two official apology letters. Okay. Which even though, like, don't get me wrong, the money is brilliant and things like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it was the, the direction for her to, because she could actually see that it wasn't just, it was more, it, it tarnished mm-hmm. a really positive event and tarnished a really good night and tarnished yeah. and then brought me to the court so in an apology or doing and you have to do all this, and then they hadn't even got even a great defence there, you know. So it was, so I was glad that the, that our honour did see that that was more mm-hmm. than just it, it was it was a vindictive of of a, a ruined night and and a wonderful night. As I said, I walked into that pub as an equal. And a wonderful, equal. And a wonderful night for a wonderful group, well deserved. And, a and I came back out. Like, yeah. I was like, uh, I, I was, yeah. it was, it was, it was mortifying. It was humiliating. But well, I just, what I, well, I just say to people listening, uh, travellers or uh, non-travellers, yeah. any member of any community, imagine what it is like to go in to a public place with friends, and you are told, one, you're accused. Of being drunk, which is, I know people do go and drink on them, but but um, it's an outrageous well, accusation. Well, if, if, if it's untrue, <laughs> if it's untrue. But Margaret, also, it was a great day for you because I'm I'm been handed this information by by a listener saying, Margaret O'Leary was the 2015 Traveller Pride Award winner for education. Uh, she wrote a piece about her graduation for her law degree, well done Margaret on Facebook, which became uh, one of the group's most weekly read posts ever as this person said, she's such an inspiring woman as those of us in Irish traveller movement who have been lucky to work with her all know isn't that incredible, but anyway to to be embarrassed, how did your family react? Everyone is kind of over the moon um, what is and as I said, it's getting shared a lot on Facebook. The only thing I would say is that there's a, there's a, I'm not impressed with my pictures of floating around there. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a vanity thing. Of me. I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's. But it's not just being great support from the, from the sense okay. of community and the traveling community and everyone. Because as I said, if people realise that it is that discrimination, even part of the course I'm actually doing now at the minute, I'm doing um, uh, a leadership collaboration course at the minute, and just taking a break from oh, that. Well, yeah. And everyone has read that, and they're all coming up and saying congratulations and. We won't be frequent within the bitter spoons if certain few of them have said it never again. Because as I said, when people realise it, because it is society, yeah. people are, are, are yeah. good, friendly people, but they don't realise this is happening. And because of, when it's just, and it's very hard to get these cases across the line because the system won't take them. 
Yeah, uh, that's a very strong uh, point you've made. You've made. Yeah. So you, yeah. so you, you, you really see the value of education, don't you? Back to do law. What you say? You're now doing the leadership course, like today. It's it's a leadership collaboration course. I started well yesterday, which I couldn't do because I was in two in court fighting the yeah. legal system, okay. <laughs> fighting with the students. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, so it's a it's a it's a module that's going on until June. So I'm I'm well doing done. that today now as well. So yeah, it's a level eight. So. No, I do. I think education is is, a, is key. I think it's very important. But the only thing I would say mm. is that when these kind of things happen, it demotes people from going further yeah, than education. Yeah, yeah, like, if I do yeah. this, if I do that, I'm still getting treated unequally. But you I'll get demoralised, yeah. Yeah, education is very important. Um, even within the organisation we do, we, we support people in education. We love to encourage... To, and, and Mary Hannibal herself, like she was there in the court uh, at about 10, and she said they're all there with a lovely lady, and she's a complete okay. promoter of education and she would have been very much involved with us back in the day with herself because I would have leaving school at a very young age myself as, as most travellers do yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she was stepping stone so well, I do you're think great. any kind of education well you, you won your I think it's a really important victory I really do I think it's a it's yeah, a, a, a milestone uh, you won your you won your case on the eve of St Bridget's Day or Bridget uh, who yeah. was a very strong, determined woman, Margaret? Yeah, I think yeah, you should. I think yeah. we should have called you Bridget. I think your parents should have christened you Bridget when you when you were born. You're fantastic. You're fantastic. No, but, yeah, and you might you mind now? You see, I'm saying to you, you mind yourself and maybe take a few hours off to celebrate. But you're in doing a leadership course. Yes, Fair play yes, to you. There's no rest for the week. I have to get well, out there and fight more and, and get more equality. Yep. Everyone, it's appreciated. Uh, well done, Joe. Thanks a million. Not at all, Margaret. And stay strong. Well done, and congratulations Thank again you. to you and your Bob family. Bless. That's Margaret O'Leary. She won the case against uh, Weatherspoons for discrimination on the basis that she was a traveller, and she has to receive a personal apology from Sir Timothy Randall Martin. And Sir Timothy, if you're listening, I know it's a very popular uh, chain in Ireland, and they've taken on a lot of the big boys in terms of prices and they have a lot of very very good staff but uh, they need to sort this one out they have been found uh, in the wrong in this so uh, Sir Timothy uh, Randall Martin if you're emailing us from England to try and apologise directly to Margaret it's joe at rte.ie Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. Susan, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. Good. You'll have to take this away yourself because I'm afraid of tripping up in my language. Go ahead. What, what, okay. What, what phrase? Well, well yeah. I, got it, I got in touch with you because I've noticed this very strange behaviour on the dart in recent years where and a friend of mine said it was called girl spreading. Mm-hmm. And it's where somebody sits in a seat with their legs crossed, taking up a lot of the space for other people's feet and doesn't move their leg when other people get on and sit in that, the, you know, the facing seat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I've spoken, I've sort of said to people, would they mind on crossing their leg? Because other people, you know, you should recognise other people's, space, if you like, or just be aware of mm-hmm. other travellers on public transport. But people seem to take a lot of offence when I ask them to uncross their legs or and what, think that I'm a crazy person. And what, what, uh, but, but, but what language do you use when you get just... just well, I just say, would you mind? Conversation. You know, I say, OK, I say, look, these are, we're all very packed in here. 
would you mind uncrossing your legs? You're in, you know, my space, <laughs> if you like. Mm-hmm. Their, you know, their legs are nearly touching. Their cross legs, their foot is touching my leg. But I think that this is just... A, okay, so what, re- okay, what reaction do you get? Give me the facial expression oh, no, well, to begin the, with, Susan. You know, people think that I am crazy. They look really surprised. You know, they think, you know, they look at me as if I am some sort of crazy person. When I suppose I was brought up to behave on public transport, like, mm. you know, you're sharing the space with okay. other people. It's not your personal car. Likewise, you know, people sitting on the outside seat when the inside seat is empty and putting their bags there mm. and not then moving well, come, them come back, other people. Come back to, know? what did you describe it as again? Girl? Girl spreading. You know, like man spreading where guys sit with their legs wide, really wide apart? Yeah. Encroaching on other people's space. Yeah. This, in a way, I think a friend of mine said it was the sort of equiv the girl equivalent is like girl spreading. It's people just keeping their own. And how does not sit- acknowledging? Yeah, but, okay, but how does sitting cross-legged, uh, as you call you call girl spreading, how does that take up more space? Because it means that other people who get in, who sit opposite them, mm-hmm. have to sort of put their legs to the side. They can't sit straight. Not sit opposite them, sit beside them, surely. Well, no, both, both. Because some people have their legs so, so widely, you know, sticking out. Mm-hmm. It's just extraordinary. And I don't know if it's a But either way, but, but the length of your leg doesn't change... Regardless of the position. Small, Joe, the dart is not a brilliant design. As we know, all the seats are facing each other. Yeah, There's a yeah. very small amount of space. Everybody really, for everybody to be sitting comfortably, people need to just have their legs, you know, in front of them, sitting, you know, keeping their legs to themselves. Knees together, knees together, hand, hand in lap. Is that what a you mean? Hand in lap. What do you mean? Yeah, you it, want their knees yeah. together. You want them. Yeah, exactly. And you exactly. want them to. Do you want them to be probably, reading? Do you want them to be reading Pride and Prejudice as well at the same time? No, 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 no. That's no. Of course <laughs> not. But I just want them sitting, acknowledging it's fine if the dart is empty yeah. and there's nobody else around. You can sit how you like. Now I won't go into the feet on seat thing now because that's a whole other area. But it's just ignore. I think there's some weird behaviour that people think once they get the seat they can take up okay. all the do space men, like. Do men ever girl spread so to speak? Do men ever sit with their legs no, crossed? I'm sure they probably do but it's something I've noticed. Maybe I expect better behaviour of women. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what? Well, uh, come back to the reaction. You're saying you've said it to a few people but you, you don't get any apart from a look. Think, no, people, people think I'm, they look at me as if I'm asking for some bizarre behaviour. Yeah. You know, they think I'm a- asking them to do something really weird by asking them to uncross their legs. And when know? they don't uncross, well, there's nothing do you I get, can do, do you, about do, well, that. Well, do you get crosser? No, I don't think so. You know, there's nothing I can do. You know, pe- people, we're all independent beings, but I think there seems to be a little lack of acknowledgement of mm-hmm. people that they're travelling in a public space and need to acknowledge, 
you know, I don't care how people sit in their own car or in their own house. You mm, know, of course, you can, yeah. But I think in the in the in a so has, in a, has anyone a ever space. has has anyone ever taken heed of your gentle well, uh, interjection? They, they have. No, they definitely have. I'm particularly thinking of a lady, a sort of of my own vintage, who did, but she was trapping with her her partner. And they looked at each other as if I was some mm. really mad person, as okay. I say. Now I just, but, uh, okay. and yeah, I, and I, I just, well, I don't know. I think it's a whole. I I just feel that it's it's something that people have sort of forgotten. It may be to do okay. with wearing headphones well, just, or well, just, working yeah, on okay. their computer. Well, you know? see, given well, the, the mode of transport that people are used to in the country: one is a bus, two is a train, obviously, and in terms of numbers, yeah. bus, obviously. Uh, and then intercity bus, then the Lewis. Uh, but the Lewis is a different configuration, though I can see if yeah. one did cross one's legs on the Lewis, one would be interfering in the space no, totally. of the pair. Yeah. Uh, but then on the dart, it's even worse because the, the dart, as you explained, the seats are opposite each other. Exactly. There's, there's obviously no table in between like you would get on a train. No, it's not like a, a, a main train. And the space, yeah. the knee space, as we call it it's in the totally. trade, the knee space is very limited. Exactly. So exactly. if anyone, leave leave women out of it, if anyone wants to cross their yeah. legs, so to speak, <laughs> there, w- there would be a lot of contact with the, uh, probably the other three passengers. Yeah. And Wouldn't I think it? it's more acknowledging that we all, once we're sitting in our seats, we, we, there's a little space that you should respect, that you don't say, put your bag over in the other person's space. Do you know what I mean? It's just hmm. like, we're just all acknowledging that we all are travelling, we're fellow travellers, so to speak. And, uh, you know, it would be nice if... if okay, we'll come but, back. Would you... Would you yeah. um, would you check someone who who has who's put their foot up, not put oh, their well, foot no, up, put, put a foot no, up on the seat? Yeah, no, the other, a couple of, like Tuesday week, I was on the dart, it was busy, it was the evening. I was sitting on the inside. A girl got on, sitting in diagonally opposite me, put her feet up on the seat. This is on a busy dart. Mm. Uh, put her feet up on the seat. And I said to her, <laughs> That is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and she looked at me. I then got up and moved somewhere else because I didn't want to be sitting beside, you know, somebody's horrible feet up on the seat. Um, and then she, I, I moved further down the carriage and she looked at the guy beside her and was amazed that I had reacted in that way. You know. Okay. Let <laughs> so, me bring in 51551 yeah. Joe at RT.ie. Uh, no, eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Jacinta. Yes, you, s- you say this girl spreading yes. is spreading to the Lewis. Oh yeah, I I agree with that lady totally. Um, I saw it yesterday. Only yesterday there was a girl. Uh, she actually was a teenager, and she mm-hmm. had her back to the window, and she had her legs crossed, and she mm-hmm. was taking over her seat. You know, which would be her seat, and her legs were taking over the other seat. And, you know, it's just not on. It's not social etiquette. You don't do that. But Jacinta, maybe maybe it's a young woman deliberately saying (coughs) through the signals and the crossing that she doesn't want anyone sitting down beside her, especially if that person might be someone that might harass her. 
I'm right. I would just think they're just being they're just been obnoxious, you know, they're not being mm. considerate, they're being selfish. They just say, Oh, I'm taking two seats, I'm gonna put my feet up. I don't care what anyone thinks. And they can't do that. And there should be signs, you know, at the back of seats, not that it would well, you know, well, get well, to well, every... well, give me the give me the wording of the sign. Uh, no legs uh, across seats, no feet up on seats. Yeah, I think that's already uh, because, there. Because, you know, because, you know, no, when it's on, I don't really but you, but you say You say no legs, acro- say no legs yeah. across seats, no feet on yeah. seats, but that doesn't, that doesn't explain what you're and Susan, what you and Susan are objecting to. You're basically well, objecting to women crossing their legs. No, no, we're no, not. No. No, it's we're objecting to taking the taking of space, the taking of two, of a seat and another seat where another person could sit there. Yeah, but you're specifically saying you're specifically saying in this case um, that the the issue you want to address and you say it's spreading to the Lewis is girls spreading as Susan has named it, and that is that w- the women crossing their legs. How do how do the Lewis bosses come up with that in Irish and English? And explain yeah. well, what they mean. Well, let's put it another way. It's okay. not. We're not talking about crossing legs. We're talking about taking over the seat. But I suppose you know, in, in order mm. to do that, you do have to cross your legs unless you lie down and no. put your feet up by the window. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Trying, you know. You know so the way. Say, and, say, and I was on the Lewis. And the Lewis the no, other I night, but they have they have a sign, and they have at the bus. There is a sign, a recognised sign. A little, there's a little image of a stick man or a stick woman with their leg up in the seat opposite, and there's a it's a, yeah. a red circle with a with a, a, yeah. a bar going across it saying prohibited. But I, I'm I, I'm trying, I'm failing to actually come up with the image for girl spreading, a, a girl yeah. spreading band. Get over this because I never <laughs> heard of girl spreading before. Neither did I. We could put it another way, Joe. Yeah, okay, say, please do. Okay, okay. So, uh, no feet up on seats, you know, dirty feet walking on mm. grounds and maybe spit on the ground. Yeah, oh, think about it, you know, it's not hygienic. Okay, I hope, Jen, I hope people aren't spitting, are they? Oh, no, oh. and I'm serious. Oh, that's another day's debate. Oh, is it okay? <laughs> but anyway, Joe, we'll just say. Okay, uh, please do not take over two seats by, oh, what would you say, crossing, spreading your legs and crossing them across two seats. I know it's complicated, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Help me out here. <laughs> that sign you said, that sign you said that would be so big, if the driver wouldn't be able to see out the front of the Lewis if you put that sign. It's so long-winded. <laughs> Okay, and there's another thing. You know, yes. people who put suitcases and bags ah. on a seat. Ah. <laughs> you know, I know it, that's another <laughs> thing. The Lewis <laughs> doesn't. I'm the other lady's talking about the dart. I'm talking about the Lewis. There's nowhere to put your your shopping. That's you know fair, yeah. your whatever. You know your suitcases and at times too. When I stay, you know those two seats on the Lewis Joe. The, the uh, flip down. The one by the window. They're kind of facing each other. Yeah, if fl- you stand yeah, up yeah. from those and you go over to the door, <laughs> I nearly fell yesterday and only a big man, lovely English man, uh, was there. I fell again. Jeez, I, <laughs> hope he, I hope he wasn't, Jacinta, I hope he wasn't mansplaining at the time, was he? A manspreading. <laughs> 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 oh, you, you, 
you could be in, you could either be in a long term relationship at this stage, Jacinta, or in sto- or in Store Street Garda Station for assault. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this Mary gone? Where's Mary gone? Mary comes up on my screen, then she runs away. Mary, this is what Mary is saying. You're not helping me out with the cross like that. I'm not. No, I'm not because I can't. I don't. If I start getting involved in this now, I'll be, I'll be trolled. Um, Mary says it's very different on Dublin bus. People are very civil on Dublin bus. But I was on the one three o last week. Don't know what day it was, and um, we were all down on the back seat downstairs, (laughs) sitting in the back seat at the movies on a Saturday night. Uh, we were like the Drifters. By the way, that show was very good in, in, on the board, gosh. Uh, I'm told the, oh, board, the Drifters, okay. yeah. That's not a hint, And um, somebody is left. that's the one with Joe Dolan? No, he's Joe. No, that's it, Joe Dolan. This is the no, Drifters. This is the You remember the uh, Drifters in America, oh, Saturday yeah, Night at the oh, Movies? The yeah, there yeah, goes course. my. Yeah, the, the one that used to break movie. my heart because it was so true. There goes my first love yeah. with the guy. He's a comic friend. I hate you, Joe. I hate I you. Do he knows, he knows, yeah. he knows who I'm talking about. He knows who I'm talking yeah. about. But anyway, um, that's the Drifters. That's the drift, Drifter show. But I was on the Lewis going yeah. down to the, to the, <laughs> to the board, gosh. <laughs> And um, somebody, no, it was on the bus, the bus, my bus story. There's another incident on the Lewis. I'll yeah, tell people about another story. day. But uh, I was on the bus going into town, whatever day it was last week. And um, the, somebody sitting on the back seat, you know, the seat to the driver base. No, it's the seat at the back of the, where the engine is. And the yeah, seat's the opposite. Back. And this young woman. The big long one. This young yeah. woman, I say she was in her 20s, uh, just put her feet up on the seat opposite. And I didn't have the nerve to check her. I didn't okay. have the nerve to check her. Should I have checked her? Oh, yes. Yeah. I tell people to put their foot down if I, you know. Yeah, but I'm afraid if I said to someone, you put your foot down, they might put their foot up my arse. You know what I mean? I could get it. <laughs> <laughs> they might say, you cheeky git, you get away. Who do you think you are? <clears throat> oh, Lord. Oh, Dennis, oh, Dennis, come in and help. Dennis. Yeah, Hello. Dennis, Hello, help, help, Dennis. We're Dennis, having more of a laugh here this than is anything. Dennis Lan. It is a serious issue. Dennis Logan. Dennis. I know it is. Oh yeah, um, yeah, Joe. I I, I travelled on the bus for many years um, between Nath and Dublin, and um, I found that uh, if there was if there were two if there was a lady or not not a lady if there's anybody sitting in the outside seat and the inside seat was unoccupied. Mm-hmm. They always put their bag on the inside seat, and um, nah. if you were getting yeah. on at a later stop, you got such a look if you want to sit on that inside seat that um, every other seat has to be looked at. Uh, because you that's guilty actually trying to sit on the inside seat. Because the inside seat has been the inside unoccupied seat has been commandeered by the occupied seat persons uh, who was okay. in the other seat. They're, they're, exactly, yes. Their yes. baggage. Their baggage. And sometimes I just have to stand. I just had. I just had to stand there looking at that unoccupied seat for over a minute but until Dennis, would you, at would last. Would you not say something? Um, yeah. I uh, usually said, "Yeah, excuse me, going to sit there." But um, I don't see. I, I didn't understand. I could never understand why I had to ask permission to sit to sit on that unoccupied oh, yes. seat. I know. And uh, and um, and then it, it it always it always ended up with uh, a sort of a nasty look. Anyway, when I. Mm. Made my way to the inside seat, and um, um, all, I can't understand why people chose that outside seat. Anyway, if, if there are two, if there were two vacant seats, why, why don't, yeah, don't people just go in the middle? You go in the one by the window. Into the, 
they should go straight yeah. into the inside seat and, and mm. leave the outside seat vacant for the next passenger. But okay. it's just a simple thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> I was I was in that situation. I was on the back seat again on the bus down the back and there was two seats opposite me. I can know there's people in both places. But the seat opposite me had a had a woman and her bag on the side and the unoccupied seat. And I said, and by the way, the back row of the bus was completely full. I said, you wouldn't mind uh, taking your bag off the seat. And she said, Charlie, you heard what the man said. Get up off the seat. She, he was, that was her husband sitting opposite her. She talked, talking about him. Mary Farrell, Mary. That's <laughs> Joe. <laughs> well, you, Mary, you rang me. Go ahead. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, when I travel on Dublin bus, which is yeah. quite regularly, Great. I don't even have to ask. People jump up and give me a seat. Why is that now, Mary? Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the way I look at them. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't have a, you don't have a machete in your hand. People jump up. No, when you... I don't. I just have to look. And, and if, a person, if, the young per- if there's a young person sitting in that seat that's de- designated for elderly people yeah. or whatever, I just asked them out straight. I said, would you mind uh, getting up? I want to sit down there, please. And they say, no, I'm tired and I'm not well. Oh, no, they get up. Oh, but I just one or two looks. They yeah. do get up. Yeah. And what tone of voice do you use, Mary? Fair and would you give me an example of it? <laughs> well, I would just say, I think S- you would you mind guessing up? I want to sit down on the oh, seat. Mother of God, so you would. <laughs> I say, I say, Mary, if the if the driver heard that tone, he'd run off the bus. <laughs> I'm sure he has heard me. <laughs> and what about? Did did you know until today, Mary, what girl spreading was? No, I never heard of that expression. No. Okay, Jacinta, no, explain to Mary what girl spreading is. From oh, the girl spreading, girl spreading, Mary is is when uh, a girl. Well, like I saw yesterday, she had her back to the window and she had her legs up on the other seat and crossed her legs. Do you get me? So she was taking over two seats, which shouldn't shouldn't be done at all. But it's. You know, it's not right. Do you understand, Mary? Do you, I know it's radio. I know it's radio. But do you, you shouldn't have to tell anybody to get to 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 leave a seat free for any passenger. You shouldn't have to tell a person. No. Yeah, okay. No. But Mary, uh, I had a broad experience there, Joe, as well. Okay, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to sit um, at the canteen at work um, opposite a certain person and. Um, she crossed her legs and uh, opposite in the seat opposite the table. And uh, well, if I had to sit opposite her, I, I never knew where to put my legs. So um, I was going to say, you never knew where to put your eyes. <laughs> I, I took the sitting diagonally across, you know. Uh, um, yeah. And then eventually, I was I was asked, "Is there? Are you afraid of me? Or why aren't you sitting opposite me?" And uh, it was just uh, it was just too embarrassing to have to explain all this. So. Um, uh, it was. It wasn't a. It wasn't a great idea <laughs> for you but to say that. Was, yeah. It, it, no. No. So was um, is is the is the under under the meaning of it, Susan? You started all this. You're not getting away with this now. Yeah, Susan. <laughs> under the meaning of this, a girl spreading. In other words, crossing one's legs. Is it a form? Is it like setting up a, a bit of a barrier? No, I think absolutely. I think it's claiming, as I say, just as guys yeah, and making would them sit with their legs. It's 
claiming more space than you're really entitled to, I suppose. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. And you're not acknowledging that your fellow travellers are also entitled to their space. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to see a, a lady like I saw yeah. the other day sitting with her legs to the side of yeah, the but seat. You, well, yeah, but in fairness, you especially know. on the Lewis, and I don't know, well, the dark can be, there's a lot of standing as well. Like women, in fairness, can become no. targets of men, standing oh, men. No, you, and yeah. Look, cl- I'm not trying cl- to Claiming to be women. pushed into them or whatever. Yeah, no, 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 that's nothing yeah, to do with this. This is nothing whatsoever, and that's a whole other topic. Yeah. This is okay. to do with people on public transport. And it's yeah, yeah okay. and it's being considerate to your fellow travellers. That's all I'm trying to say. Like things like um, sitting on the outside seat and not, you know, not yeah. sitting mm-hmm. on the window. And particularly, you can sit on the outside seat when the bus is empty or the dart or the loose is empty. But once there's other people around, you've got to, mm-hmm. you know, make room for them. And it's all about making room for other people and not hogging space. And as I say, the girl thing is just a manifestation of okay, well, girls I have a, just I use have their a... legs in a different way. You know, but men, do, you know, men do it too. But it's just as I okay, say, well, I have I've a, brought up. You, you couldn't. Yeah. Jacinta couldn't come up with a wording despite her best efforts. But we are. Yeah. Inter- I am interested, by the way, because yeah. I'm now going to give you a wording which Paula has sent in uh, to us, and it says this is the wording, for, and I think this this does work, and we we'll do it in Irish mm. and English. But mm. what I'm looking for is somebody, a graphic artist, to design a symbol, photograph it, and tweet it on at RTE Liveline or at Joe Liveline and people uh, pe- people uh, yeah, take that. No, the, 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 but the, the graphic must con- convey the following message. Now let's listen to the message. Please confine yourself and your belongings to one seat only. Excellent. Isn't that it? Brilliant. Please confine yeah. yourself, you dirty looking Egypt. Please confine yourself <laughs> and your belongings to one seat only. Now, can anyone can can, I, can yeah. anyone uh, listening design? You know, the circular. It has to be in the in the stop sign circle. Uh, an image, obviously, to convey that message. Please confine yourself and your belongings to one seat only. And if somebody <laughs> if somebody designs it, we will uh, rustle up a prize for them at the end of the programme, if there's a good one in. Please confine yourself and your belongings to one seat only and tweet, photograph it and tweet or screen grab it if you're doing it on your iPad or whatever and uh, tweet it to at Joe Liveline or at RT Liveline. Now, please, please try and stay within the borders of the Ten Commandments <laughs> when you're doing your graphic. We'll be back after this one, break. Joe, don't, uh, Susan, Susan, don't go anywhere. Uh, stay, okay. stay, especially right. don't, get on, don't get on the dart. Uh, 51551. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at rt.ie. Who's next? Monica O'Leary. Monica. Hello, Joe. Jo. How are you? Thanks for taking and, the call. And thanks for yeah. making the call. Yeah. Well, uh, Joe, I, I, I mean, it's all very, very funny. And I am having a good laugh, although I'm 84 years of age. I'm, I'm, I've never been any other way 
for most of the time when travelling. Okay. And I'm quite petite, let's put this, put it this way, I was always the one that was given in the middle of sitting on people's lap when they needed room, so I'm quite petite. But I have been jammed by elbows, by knees, ah. by feet, and even travelling on a plane. I mean, especially in the middle seat, I'd be pretty immobile. I wouldn't move very far. But it is very true. Um, and I'm, I'm not using any particular gender. It's quite common mm. right across the, the, the world. I mean, um, yes, and I, I get this uh, <laughs> female spread. I don't know. Yes, it is both the crossing of the feet where they kind of put their feet up on their knee and their toe is mm-hmm. crossing if you're on the right and your knee is jabbing into on the left. Okay. Or... And they spread their legs as a man does. But yeah. so you have any on either side of you in the middle. So it is. Um, it's quite common. And I'm delighted to hear it. Uh, I've never, ever had the courage to say a single word. And when I did manage to, okay. some chap got out and um, I put my arm halfway across the arm. And when he got back and I had my arm in place and he just shoved it out of the way. And that was it. So I never, <laughs> I never even tried that again. Oh, God. He, he, he took it badly, so to speak. <laughs> yes, and the head is always buried in a newspaper or a uh, book yeah, or a phone. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. And what do you think of this new uh, phrase that Susan's come up with, and she's against it on public transport, girl spreading? Uh, well, on public transport, if it, if it impedes somebody's yeah. uh, comfort, yes. I mean, if they're on the seat on their own and nobody is near them, they're not doing any harm, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to sit beside them, it can be off-putting uh, to try to sit down yeah. if you know you're not going to fit in there. Okay. And if you get me. Yeah, of course I do. This is the... Where's say there, Monica? Betty O'Mara, Betty. Oh, Betty, Hi, you're, be- Betty you're some, something completely... You're, no, you're not different. But tell us, what happened to you again on public transport and where? Yeah, well, this was in Houston Station. Okay, you... Some, and did you yeah. know we have a problem? Yeah, well, there's a huge problem because there's okay. no help any longer with uh, luggage. Ah. There's no uh, trolleys oh, and there's there no portal. No trolleys? No. There's no trolleys. And uh, in fact, the other day I checked because we complained. And mm. I checked up the other day uh, with the office and they said no. Uh, and there's no assist with luggage in Houston anymore. Now, it was over, it was nearly 12 months before I'd used the facility. And when we got there, uh, my husband I had a wheelchair arranged for him. Yeah. And I said to the gentleman, uh, where are the trolleys? And he said he didn't know. Mm-hmm. So um, by the time I had two big cases, <laughs> and by the time I got out from the station, uh, I had to ask two gentlemen that were coming in to know would they help me out so well I was going to be being picked up. Yeah. I thought it was disgraceful, and I don't, I can't understand it. Uh, and how? But how did you manage, Betty? With no, you say there's no trolleys and no uh, male or no female porter. porters to help you. No, no. I think it's my cork spirit. <laughs> you kept going. I was there, yeah, I kept going. Yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't very good after it by Nick, and uh, I just couldn't believe it. And did anyone? Uh, did anyone? People must have seen your. Distress, no? Uh, well, uh, no, we were kind of the last because with the wait for the wheelchair assist, everybody yeah. had gone. And then uh, I was kind of left and there was nobody on the platform. Normally that isn't a problem. 
um, in anywhere else. But, and in Houston, there was never a problem. There was always uh, luggage, uh, trolleys on the, mm-hmm. the platform. And I just got them and brought them out. And, but they've done away with them completely. No reason okay. given, I don't know, whether anybody else has had this problem or is everybody able to sort themselves out. Maybe if I'd known in advance, I could have made other arrangements. But Annie, sir, like, do you, let me, I don't want to put you on the spot now, Betty. Would you have paid for the service? I would. Okay. Definitely, I would have paid. Yeah, no problem. Okay. So, I don't know. So it wasn't even available to pay? No. And coming back, I actually went to the office and I asked there and she said, the lady that was there said, no, we can help with the wheelchair, but no luggage. Okay. No, but <laughs> I mean, that sounds ridiculous in this day and age. It's backwards we're going. You know? Yeah, we've, we've been on to we've been on to Ian Roder, and they say if you if you had gone up to customer service, there's one person spare at customer service that does help people. No, I did go to customer service and cut a harley. Yeah, I did go, and that's what I was told. And when I phoned up the other day, it was confirmed there's no assist. There's no assist. But I mean, there, there must be more people going through that would need help with luggage. Surely they must uh, in the, I mean, I, I don't know. I thought okay. I'd highlight it anyway because yeah, okay. I just wanted uh, anybody well, they've else to no, they've, no, um, they've no plans to reintroduce it. But have they, is, there, is there a company? Would, well, Houston is the busiest station in the country, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't see, I couldn't understand it. No. Um, they so say if you, if you arrange, if you contact them in advance... Oh, maybe. Sorry, I don't know that. And they also say, by the way, the word porter is not one that has been used in decades. Oh, they got upset there. Oh. We do do assist those with accessibility issues, but you don't have an accessibility issue. Just you you have a lot of luggage. Yeah, my husband does. Okay. But I'm just wondering, is there any company that could see, or I don't, don't mean to be... Uh, the I don't know. So obviously, the, obviously, every every weekend, just, every weekend, you know, the busy times. Could a different group of of sea scouts or uh, sea scouts are mixed or girl guides are mixed or no girl guides anymore? But anyway, <laughs> uh, could a group of young people or the local youth club could they say to Ian Rodair and can we be the assist between uh, ten o'clock and four o'clock on on? Or six o'clock on yeah. a Saturday, and uh, you know the way to do the uh, pack pack the bags in the supermarket. Yes, you know, yes, and it goes. Yes. You make its little donation if you wish. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it would be interesting to know though if if anybody else has had this problem. Maybe everybody makes other arrangements for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, but but for for me anyway, it was a nightmare. But we got there in the end. Yeah, two as I okay. said, or two. Uh, young fellas to help me to bring the cases over to the taxis. Yeah, but the, prob- yeah. the problem is that um, Ian Rode, well, you know, there's a problem, as you know, with uh, tea and coffee and getting a drink on yes. the train now. That's, that's yeah, a great yeah, contention. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, but, it's, but, but Betty, from what you say to me, it's not going to get any easier for you, is it? Well, no. I just said that, that it's getting to a stage when the us old fogies will have to stay at home. No, but I won't. think I'll yeah. just, no. <laughs> I mean, it is a disgrace. There's no question. Uh, I I don't know. 
maybe they rethink it or mm. maybe somebody else has had the same problem. Otherwise, we'll just have to... The fact that I said I was prepared to pay to... I mean, before, there was never a problem. Okay. There isn't a problem anywhere on the way. I'm in Tralee. There's never a problem in Tralee or in, in Manor, with the ones I'd be familiar mm-hmm. with. But there's always somebody there to help, if, if nothing else. And up until last year, anyway, it was okay because, well, first of all, it was trolleys. And secondly, my husband was always able, able to okay. put the clothes on the trolleys. So um, <sighs> this year was just uh, a disaster. But whereas if you go to the airport, you can ring in advance, That's you can book in advance, and it's a free service, and they don't question you. They don't say, have you no. got accessibility no, no, issues? I, they I, don't I, say, send in a photograph of your, your disabled car pass no. or whatever. But I'd like to make one thing clear. In all my experiences, the wheelchair people are excellent. Everywhere. Oh, I know There's that. No I know that. I know no, that. No problem with the wheelchair but you people. Can we talk, talking about wheelchair, while I have you, Betty, um, I was going through the calls this morning. Somebody, you know, the whole this new deposit return with the plastic bottles and the tin cans oh, yeah. and the machines in the different, well, the big supermarkets. Um, somebody yeah. pointed out those machines are in are inaccessible for people in a wheelchair. They're too Correct. high. Is that correct? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I heard that, but uh, I haven't got around to that yet. Okay. Uh, It's just, there's so many things happening that it's just unreal. Mm -hmm. But what I'd like to know is, they didn't give you any explanation as to why they they did away with it. Well, first of all, they said that the the position of porter, and I know you didn't mean it in any, any, it's a phrase that people use everywhere, but they say the job porter is not one that has existed Betty, in a number of decades. Oh, well, that could be to do with my age, so uh, excuse oh. me if I, I shouldn't have said that possibly. But uh, For those travelling with oversized baggage or multiple baggage, it is not always possible for us to assist. You say there's not even a trolley. No, no trolleys. Mm-hmm. OK. That's your husband Still in the background there, there Betty. That's uh, your, yes. yeah, how is he? How, how are, what's his name, Betty? Uh, his name is Ron. How are you keeping, Ron? Good, come on, come on. You're looking well, by the way. You're looking very well. I love the way you got your hair done this week. Uh, Be- Betty, Betty, no wonder, no wonder he'd be okay in Meritor Cork, woman. Exactly, and you looking after him everywhere. Are you Are you grateful to our Ron? Of course. Good man, good man, good man. You have Okay, okay. But you're very, you're very funny today. You're in a real good mood. Ah, you always have. Uh, uh, but, uh, by the way, talk, talk about the good mood. During the break... Yes. So I'm, there is simply no beginning to my talent, as people know. But during yeah, the break, yeah. I did assign for the Lewis and for the bus to encourage people not to cross their legs. Okay? I put it up. I tweeted it just now. And... And at Joe Liveline or at RTE Liveline. And I'm asking people now, it's copyright as well, by the way. Sorry, don't be robbing it on me now. Because um, I'm sure I robbed you a deal from somewhere. But it's an image of somebody with their legs crossed. And then there's this stop sign with the, with the, the, the strap across the middle telling you not to do. But I'm looking at it now. And I appreciate people did look at it at Joe Liveline. It looks like the person is dying to go to the loo. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know well, if it works. Okay. There could be in a worse position. Okay. Thank I, you for, 
Thank you for taking my call. Uh, thank, and thanks for making the call. Ron, are you watching the Six Nations tonight? Oh, definitely. Good man. And will you, Ron? Do you ever think you'll cross, you'll cross a turnstile at uh, Super Parky Keeve? Uh, I, I have done before, many years ago, but not lately. Okay, okay. Well, let's hopefully you will soon. Okay, because be, cause there won't be many Cork people in Crow Park this year, especially in the middle of August. Anyway, Betty O'Mara, Ron, good on me good. Back after this. Back after this. Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Somebody just said this, the sign I did there during the break for not to cross your legs on the Lewis uh, reads like their interpretation of it is that yoga is banned on the Lewis. And I don't think it is. So that sign is not working at this stage. By the way, just an update on uh, plastic bottles and the reverse vending machines. Uh, one of our listeners pointed out yesterday evening that um, the, probably the biggest purveyors of plastic bottles and where you have no, where you have to pay your deposit, that's mandatory, where you will not get it back is in the airports. And there's what, 20, 30 million people at least in and out of the airport or out of the airport. Everyone, you can't bring a, a bottle of water through, so you must buy a bottle of water inside. Now, in fairness, the Dublin airport, they're the only airport in the world to do it. There was a service where they would leave out free plastic bottles of water or you put a, you were asked to make a, a donation of a euro, which, which was a really good idea. And the bad news is, because we get on to Dublin Airport and says, if I buy a bottle of water in the airport and pay my 15 or 25% levy, I'm entitled to get the levy back when the bottle is empty. Will there be a reverse vending machine in the airport? Now, the other thing is most people take their bottles on the aircraft, so the the 25% deposit will never come back. I presume return, hold on to that. But um, the Dublin uh, Airport Group, which is ARI, Dublin, Cork, Shannon, uh, well, the Dublin, Cork, I think Shannon's different. Uh, They've made the decision to eliminate the sale of all plastic bottles at Dublin and Cork airports. Wait for this. This will remove four million plastic bottles in circulation at our airports, just reducing our carbon footprint. So you won't be able to buy a plastic bottle of water. Now, you can't bring one through either. But this month, well, fair play, they're on the ball if they do it this month, we will instead introduce a new eco-friendly Tetra Pak carton for water in our stores as alternative to the plastic bottle. This new Tetra Pak water will not be subject to the 15 or 25 cent uh, levy that was introduced le- yesterday as part of the deposit return scheme. So, I mean, there, there's... Now, they say our independent retailers who have concessions at Dublin Airport will make their own commercial decisions to opt in or out of the scheme. But remember, if you buy a bottle of water, a plastic bottle of water, where you will be able to, which seems just the concessions um, f- uh, um, uh, at the moment... You've no chance of getting your deposit back. You have to pay it. You have no chance of getting your deposit back because you bring, unless you hold on to the bottle for two weeks after you come back from Lanzarote, and, but there's no reverse vending machine. Dublin Airport will remove four million plastic bottles. Now, that can only be a good thing, isn't it? I don't know what the Tetra Pak carbon footprint is. And this month, we will instead introduce, and can you put sparkling water in a, tet- in a Tetra Pak? Will it, does it lose its fizz? Overnight. This month we will instead introduce a new eco-friendly, that's Dublin Airport, okay. That's, that's, people didn't know that. And other people are saying, as I said earlier, 
that um, they say these new or these new reverse vending machines are illegal. They're breaking the law because they do not have the facility, which is mandatory in Ireland now, for people who are differently abled, i.e. people with visual impairments, people in wheelchairs. They do not have the facility for people with uh, visual impairment or to use them. In other words, there's no Braille on them. There's no speaking uh, uh, indicator to tell you where to put the bottle and uh, this was raised by one of our listeners that she believes the, the reverse vending I hope we not go down the road now the e-voting machines the reverse vending machines she says are breaking Irish legislation because they're not accessible to people who are visually impaired or indeed as we heard in a few minutes ago people who were in wheelchairs um, who's the longest waiting there uh, Patricia Wardick Patricia good afternoon Hi, Joe. You say you, you have experience of getting trapped. Yes, um, this is many moons ago. Okay. Uh, regarding, regarding the gentleman saying about why don't the ladies move into the inner seat, mm-hmm. I um, have experienced, you know, being trapped on the inner seat and some big guy, you know, pushing over on you. But on a flight to China, which was 10 hours from Heathrow, Three seats, I was on the inner seat by the window and then there was mm. a guy in the centre seat and another guy on the aisle seat. And the guy in the centre seat proceeded to take off his shoes and make himself very comfortable and his leg, you know, kept... Oh, I was squashed into the, the inner mm-hmm. side. So then he proceeded to fall asleep on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, you're not serious. So, yeah, it was... It was um, it was. I was afraid. You know what I mean. This is years yeah, ago. That's now that's not it. Yeah. Bloody just You know. But the guy on the outer seat said to me, "Would you like to change seats?" He could see your man. You know, a couple okay. of times I kind of lifted my shoulder to push and, him off. And you think, Patricia? Do you think it was it was accidental on his part? He didn't. Oh, possibly was. It was yeah. a long flight, and he he fell asleep. But he was so comfortable. Do you know what on I mean? On your shoulder. Like, on my shoulder and his legs falling over on top of mine. <laughs> but um, that, that's my point okay. now regarding the book. And would you, would you, because maybe he was looking for a shoulder to cry on, but would you give, yeah. him, a, would you give him an elbow? Well, if he had have asked me, could he cry on my shoulder, I probably would have said, <laughs> OK, what's your problem? <laughs> Dear Frankie, <laughs> Dear Frankie, ask <laughs> Angela, ask Patricia. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. um, and that's it. And regards... Um, Luggage on the bus, you know, the bus yeah. from, say, from Dublin to long distance. You know, when they're taking the luggage out, I'm wondering, can they see who's taken what? Can the driver see? Because No, they don't we've get had it. that before. We've had the count, yeah. and it's not their job to supervise. You should oh, be okay. on a long distance bus. I do. Bus. I would have, the yeah. odd time we go fly, we'd get the bus to the airport, and yeah. you'd have a crick in your neck watching your luggage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of the bus, you know. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, just to, and as regards the ladies crossing their legs, I don't like that girl spreading. I think that's not nice term. Yeah. But um, girl spreading, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't even use it in the uh, yeah. high high tech design I did for the. Yeah. For the, someone said, someone said, looking at the, the design I did during the break there for it to stop people yeah. crossing. It, it looks like they're banning break dancing on the Lewis. Um, yeah. Which is not my intention. Okay, Patricia, go to Mila, go to Mila, Margaret, <laughs> Margaret, on the. I know to get to tell you, Margaret, go on. Up the dubs, up the dubs, up the dubs, up the course, and up Ireland, up up the the rugby team this evening. Margaret, on Margaret. 
Hello, Joe. I just okay. want to ring to correct a throwaway remark you oh, made okay, there. Okay. You said about getting scouts maybe to help at Houston Station. Yes. And you said girl guides, but there aren't any now. Oh, no, I'm I just meant, yeah, okay. Yeah, girl okay. guides are very much alive okay. and well. Okay. And it's a wonderful training association for any girl to join. Yeah, here, for here. fun friendship. Yeah, just in case it was just a throwaway. No, I, 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 I know. I I'm I'm hang picking, on, hang on, Margaret. I'm just, yeah. just getting them on my knees here to yeah, apologise okay. to you. Hang on, I get down. If well, I could, the problem is, if I get down on my knees here, I might, might be able to oh, get back bother. up again. Now, no, I brilliant. It's a brilliant organisation. Yeah. Now, the scouts didn't the different scouts groups amalgamate? It's now it's now SAI, isn't it? The it is, no, it used to be SAI. It's SAI Scouting Association. Okay, and then my daughter was in the Sea Scouts. Right. Um, and yeah. they, they were yeah. mixed. But yeah. they were mixed after my daughter um, asked, could she join? And then they immediately, yes, uh, which was great. And, 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 and the Sea Scouts are very akin to the Girl Guides and the Boy Scouts. And they are yes, brilliant. Of course, of and they're here, here. They're brilliant. Yeah. When, when did you join, Margaret? I won't tell you that. It's a very, very, very long time ago when I was a brownie of seven. And I have been in it ever since. Was it, it was a long, long time ago. Was it, well, okay, last, was it before the war or after the war? No, it was after the war. I'm not that bad. I'm not which, that wa- which, which war? <laughs> no, no I, jo- <laughs> I, I, I joined when I was seven, reluctantly. Okay. I have never, it's most wonderful. Well done. And you're still a member. Are you still a member? Oh, yes, I'm a very strong member. Yes, I'm and in all the things like property and archives. Wow. And we, have, we have all different sections. Well done. Dealing with all the different age groups. Oh, that's I fantastic. Where, and, the girls. and Margaret, where but is the archive? The archives are held in our new training centre in Tala, which was opened Brilliant. about six months ago, which okay. has moved up to Tala. And, Wonderful new training centre. And so archives, as you know, you don't need lectures from me, are so important and I hope I they're they're safeguarded and hopefully at some stage you can get the, the finance together. I know you're stretching the best to, to digitise them, but they're really, really important. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, if I was... If our I was, archives are... Some of our archives are in the National Archives. Rightly They've so. They've been deposited there and rightly anybody so. can go and look at them. Okay, yeah. now, if, I, if I'm in the, the girl guide, so to speak, for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years, do I get a medal or a badge or a gold badge or a... Oh, you would. You would be acknowledged if you were 20 years, 40 okay. years, now, this is years. So, this is somebody, yeah. Margaret, with a good memory. Is that the Margaret's question uh, on the screen? Is that the Margaret Dunn who acted as the World Conference Administrator when Ireland hosted the World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts in 19, the World Conference in 1999? Where did you get that from? I don't yes. is, is that you? Yes. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. A wonderful association. We've had gi- a wonderful time. Brilliant. Yeah. And have you given your life to it, Margaret? It's my hobby. It's my hobby. very Brilliant. And every, everyone should have a hobby. Wonderful. Everyone should have a hobby. hobby. I would recommend it to any ladies who would like to train and be joined as the friendship yeah. here, and here. the personal development you achieve, you get okay. from it, is absolutely wonderful. Well done. And Margaret, congratulations. Well done, and 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 I am I am checked here and chastened, and uh, hopefully uh, other people are learning as well. The girl, I knew there were still, I knew there were still girl guys. I didn't know about the organisation of it, but there you are, well put and well. That that if if I was if I was disciplined and checked like that, Margaret, as as pleasantly, I wouldn't mind making the odd mistake every now and again. Go to meet a Margaret. Go to meet a Margaret, Peggy. Yeah, okay. Well done, Joe. Joe at RT.ie.
Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. I've been instructed to read out the following by uh, RT Management. Every now and then on the programme we come across a love story that stops us all in our tracks. This Valentine's Day we want to celebrate all of the untold love stories across the country. Our mission, should you choose to accept it, is for you to share your story with us to celebrate a big love in your life. It could be about meeting the love of your life leading to years of happiness and a growing family around you. It could be a love letter to your younger self or about someone else. It could be in a letter, an email, a WhatsApp voice note that you can share with us. Email joe at rt.ie subject love line. WhatsApp, uh, WhatsApp voice message 0874848888 and get the word love line in there. And the post uh, with a stamp love line with Joe, love line with Joe, says love Joe Duffy, love line with Joe Duffy, RT Radio and Dunbrook Dublin 4. Get them to into, into us before Valentine's, St. Valentine's Day, excuse me, it's not Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day, Wednesday the 14th uh, of uh, February. And the love line is open now. Okay, okay. Did I do that okay for you, Tara? I hope I did, because uh, I know I'll suffer. Um, let me see. Uh, lo- loads more suggestions of logos. I'll get to them in a, in a sec. Mary in Waterford. Sorry for holding you, Mary. Hello. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. What happened? Uh, so this is a great item. Yeah, so um, I lived abroad in another kind of culture where public transport is, is more available. And, you know, mm. the seat is occupied by a bag or something. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, I, I would just uh, go up and say, smile and say, is that seat free? I wouldn't say please or thank you. And uh, I wouldn't say thanks, okay. I just nod, you know. Because uh, the, the bag isn't paying for an additional ticket. And okay, so. if, that person do, if that person ignores you, Mary. Yeah. What well, do you do? Then I'd kind of say, well, you know, are you waiting for somebody? But no, normally that works. Yeah, I've never had like had to say anything else. You know, people just know they mightn't be they mightn't be very happy about having to move their bag or whatever. Um, yeah, and on, on airlines, it's it's a lot like easier because obviously there are more flight attendants and you know people are aware of the the, the rigmarole on, on an airplane, mm-hmm. but. That girl spreading thing, it's a funny phrase to give it, but... Um, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, Mary, yeah. I, did not, did, I did not introduce that phrase in the conversation. <laughs> no, let the record no. show, let the record no. show. No, no, you didn't. No. Oh, I know, thank no, you very but, much. No, but I mean, it's a funny uh, phrase and it's humorous, but um, yeah, it's, I suppose, you know, um, people maybe of uh, my uh, age, growing up in the 70s and 80s, we'd be kind of more, uh, more we'd be more maybe obedient on public transport and considerate of people, but... I think it's just a, we don't really have the culture of being like you know um, mm-hmm. um, sharing the, and being social and public transport. But it's it's great. Okay. Most of the time, it's great. The train and the bus, you know, and oh, you can have a nice chat. Travel, with yeah, it's great. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the Lewis, yeah. the Lewis is very conducive to conversations. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, it is about the the the, yeah. the, arch- the ge- geography, the architecture, the way the mm. space. Anyway, thank you, Gurumila mm. Margaret. Uh, Mary is in Warford. Louise is in Dublin. What happened, Louise? You were running for a train. No, Louise is actually um, moat at the moment, but from um, living okay. in Roscommon. Yeah, I was rushing for my train after finishing work, and I knew I was couldn't have fine, but I said I'll get there. But of course, I got um, an asthma attack. On the oh way, God. Oh and I got onto the, I got onto the train, and this lovely young fella 
stood up and he said, where's your inhaler? I couldn't speak because I'm having an asthma attack. So he said, is it in your bag? And I just nodded and he reached in, took out the inhaler and um, literally put it into my hand. And I took a breath and he said, do it again. And then he sat me down and he said, do it again. And he calmed me down. And actually, there was a girl uh, not with him across in a seat, um, wow. um, just across it. And she was so lovely as well. She was actually an air hostess, a young girl from Mayo. And between them now, they were super. They really were very, very kind. And the train literally took off. So, you know, okay. only for that lovely guy, you know, I was able to um, not go to any. And he told me afterwards, he says, how I knew, he says, because um, my best friend, he says, years ago, he died in front of me from an asthma attack. So there are some lovely young people out there. A reminder, a reminder, people can. It's rare, thank God, but people can die from asthma attacks. So that person, that's what propelled that person to know so much and to be so, so caring because his own friend... Um, had had passed away during an asthma attack. Okay, Louise, thanks, thanks indeed. Um, is is Susan still there? Oh yes, I am too. <laughs> we've we've a number of entries in now. Some of them are very good. I want you to be yeah. the, you to be the judge. Um, yeah, I think the problem with signs is just oh, like there are signs oh, on God. the dart, you know, for yeah. don't put your feet on the seats, but <laughs> totally ignored. You know, but I think I. Uh, I particularly like the one with the two seats b- bad, one seat good. I think that concept is really great. Actually, sorry, yours, yeah. your your design didn't okay. win. Okay, well, uh, well, my design didn't win. I know that, but I tell you, there's <laughs> there's a very good one in from Hairy Baby Irish T-shirts. You can wear. They've done it on on the go. They do great. Harry, Harry, baby, and it's a, a t-shirt, and it's a, very, very well done. Please confine yourself and your belongings to one seat only. But the the uh, image in the middle is a, a bus seat or a Lewis seat done in the uh, in the shape of a person. Do you follow me? Two arms, two legs. Please confine yourself and your belongings to uh, one seat only. There's a number of other, but I haven't got time to go through them. But this one, I don't know whether it's by Kate Dwyer of Kate Dwyer Design. And she did 11 minutes ago. And she says, please confine yourself and your belongings to, in bold lettering, one seat only. And there's an image of somebody uh, cross-legged, much better than my image, uh, person cross-legged, and then a bag. And then there's an X, which is a better idea than my idea. There's an X on the bag. Please confine yourself. Which which one do you think should win, Kate? Oh, Oh, I think uh, Kate, yeah. I'm sorry, that was a bit of a clue. But uh, Kate (laughs) Wire. Okay, Kate Dwyer is going yeah. to the Kate. I don't know where you're based, Kate Dwyer Design, but there's a there's a night for you and a companion in the Herbert Park Hotel uh, here beside us in Dublin, right opposite the RDS. A great location. Okay, good Amila Morgan, Sound Ashton Grufferty, broadcast coordinator Shane Gavin, producer Tara Lockery Grant. Uh, thanks for all our help today, Isabel Cummins, and series producer is Annette Egan, and Ray Darcy is next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie